Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness. Mindfulness is the tool available to everyone that empowers us to direct our life experiences. I am MJ Bleehart, author, creator, philosopher, and your guide through easy-to-use mindfulness tools, conscious reality creation, and other devices for unselfish self-awareness. This week's topic, unless you are taking action, you are doing nothing. Thinking and feeling is only a starting point. Everything that we can possibly create generally begins with thought. We have an idea, a thought pops into our heads, and we go, ooh, that's an idea. Why didn't I think of that before? From there, usually feeling gets attached to it. Ooh, that would be so cool if that actually came to pass. That is a cool idea. I wonder how it would feel to make that fly. Ooh, I like that feeling. And before you know it, you've got a thought, you've got a feeling, but to turn it into anything whatsoever, you have to take an action. And not just some action for the sake of movement. It's not just about getting up and going. It's about getting up and going with purpose. It needs to be intentional. Intentional action, as opposed to just action, has a goal. It has a purpose. It has intent. That's why it's called intentional action. When I speak about mindfulness, I am frequently talking about how mindfulness breaks down into recognition of our thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions. Tied together, when we are aware of all of these things, we gain control over who, what, where, how, and why we are. All of these things are the elements that make up mindfulness, and self-awareness is about mindful awareness. It's about recognizing ourselves. But it needs to begin with thought and feeling, and thought and feeling are not enough. They are just the starting point. They are only the place where it begins. If we don't take an action, if we don't act, we create nothing. And this is something that is hard to sometimes think about because we don't realize that the thought and feeling alone is not powerful enough to do anything because thought and feeling doesn't do anything. To some degree, I feel that this explains my favorite quote from Yoda. Try not, do, or do not. There is no try. Or, as Yoda would say, no, try not, do, or do not. There is no try. <clears throat> Sorry, couldn't help myself. Anyway, the concept of try in this instance isn't necessarily connected to action. It's kind of this concept of, well, I could sort of do that, I guess. It's soft. It's lacking in having any direction to it. Doing, on the other hand, is far more powerful. Do is an action. And it says that you're going to take this thing and make it into something. Trying doesn't have that same effect. It doesn't have that same action. That's not to say that there aren't instances where you need to give something a try. It's a different story. It's the difference between approaching it with, ah, well, I can't see how this is going to work, but sure, I'll try it, versus, okay, I don't see how this is going to work, but I'm going to do it anyhow, and I'm going to make it fly. You know what? 
you might get the plane off the ground and you very well might just be stuck on the runway. But at least you did something. And that's the difference. Trying is lacking that power. It's lacking that action. Thoughts and feelings stay with you until you give them words, until you give them intention, until you voice a thought or a feeling. It is wholly in you. It's got nowhere to go. It's not in the world. It's not out there for people to see, recognize, or otherwise work with. But when you put an action to it, that changes it. That is in part where giving it voice comes into play. Just speaking your thought and feeling, that starts to empower it. But here's the thing. Actions speak louder than words. They have more power than just thought or feeling. If you are going to create something, you can only create something by taking action. I can think about creating something all I want. I can give it feeling. I can give it energy. And until I take an action, until I do something, nothing's going to be created. It doesn't matter if it's something tangible or intangible, material or immaterial. It's a matter of acting to make something happen. And actions will speak louder than words. What you do is going to say something very different from what you think and feel. In a lot of instances, we've seen this, where somebody says they're going to do a thing and then their action completely belies that. Often this turns into a negative because they promise you something amazing and then give you garbage. Politicians fall into this category a lot. Business leaders fall into this category more often than they should. People who give you thoughts and feelings that are going to be good, but their actions are awful. They don't help anybody. They don't empower anybody. When we take action with intent, it speaks louder than words. This is where conscious awareness helps us to choose if we're going to take action or inaction. It's when you decide to get up and do something versus sitting back and watching it happen around you. It's the choice between do I let life just happen or do I do what I can to direct this life how I desire for it to go, where I desire for it to go. Now, that's not to say that there aren't times when inaction is going to happen. You don't want to act rashly, necessarily. You don't want to just jump into something without thinking it through. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes you need to just get going and act. But sometimes you need to think it out. If it's going to have an impact on your loved ones, if it's going to drastically change your life, if it's going to put you in danger, you definitely want to think about it before you go ahead and do it. That might not be to a greater or lesser degree. It all depends on you and the action in question and what you care about and what you think and feel connected to what you intend to do. It is all too easy to not act in our own accord because we think that it's selfish, we think that it's not going to help anybody, or we wonder if other people are going to react poorly to it. You know what? We have no control whatsoever on how anybody else reacts to us. What anybody but you is thinking or feeling, you have no control over at 
all. There is nothing we can do about it. What anybody else thinks, how anybody else thinks, what and how they feel, you have no control. They might see what you're doing as awful. And no matter what you do, even if you do something completely good and right, they might not recognize it for what it is. That's not on you. That's something that's really hard to accept sometimes, but it can stay our hand. It can keep us from taking an action that we know we desire to take, that we know is going to improve our lives. It's just going to take us away from how people expect us to be and what their beliefs about us are. That's not something we can control, and we need to take that into account because those actions we do are going to speak louder than whatever we say. So just because you tell somebody you love them, if you act in a way that they don't react well to, they're going to question your actions. It's something to keep in mind, and it shouldn't stop you from doing what's right for your life unless you know you are causing incredible hurt and harm. Now, I'm not talking about getting a divorce because you're in a miserable relationship. Yeah, that's going to cause harm in the short term. In the long run, odds are it's going to be better for you both. So move on. It is not an easy thing to do. I recognize that. And again, actions speak louder than words. Acting is the only way to make anything at all happen. And that is why action is so important, because it empowers us. When you act, you make a choice. You make a decision. You do a thing and choose just what you desire to do, be, and have. And you can apply this to every single element of your life. You can choose when you act to be empowered and to make the choices for your life. It is all too easy to be disempowered by outside forces because let's be honest, most of the outside forces in the world are trying to disempower us. They do not want us to be ready to do X, Y, or Z. They, and they are the mysterious mythical they, I would put in quotes if you could see me doing the air quotes here, they are trying to control us because they don't want us thinking for ourselves. They don't want us to take actions that are going to stand against anything that they hope the world can look like. You know what I'm talking about here because we all encounter this. We are each much, much, much more powerful than we give ourselves credit for being. All of us can consciously create our reality, but the only way we can do that is by choosing to act. And making that choice, even though it can feel disempowering, it's not. It is incredibly empowering because we are deciding. We are choosing. This is why self-awareness is for everyone and why mindfulness is so important. When you are working from this place of being self-aware and mindful, you're empowered. And when you're empowered, you can create things. And the best way to do that is via actions. We all have ideas. We all have feelings. And every single one of us is creating amazing, incredible things. Yes, we can also create terrible, horrific things. This is true. But if you're a good person, and if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you are. And frankly, unless you knowingly are committing harm to people, if you are knowingly destroying 
the world in some way, you're a good person, okay? We all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Or if you look at it from a separate perspective, we're all perfectly imperfect. That's not my point. My point here is this. Each and every one of us desires to be in a good place. We desire to experience things that show us that life can be really, really amazing. When we choose to act for ourselves, we assume control, and that is how we can decide what to do with our lives. When we make this choice, we empower ourselves. When we don't choose these things, we allow ourselves to be disempowered and we allow ourselves to be the victims of whatever's going on. Circumstances, consequences, take your pick. This is also why, and this is going to be a future topic, accountability is so damned important. If we are accountable for our actions, if we take the responsibility to acknowledge when we do things good or bad, it actually empowers us because it shows us what we can change, what we can control, and where we are right here and now. When you act, you give yourself the power to build the world that you wish to live in, at least your little slice of the universe, because every single one of us has a different piece of the universe that belongs to us because all of us perceive the world differently. But that's just how reality works. And that's why self-awareness lets you know what your perception of reality actually is. Okay, this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. Is there something that has been sitting in the back of your mind, somewhere in your subconscious, that every now and then rears its ugly head and drives you nuts. You start chewing on thoughts that are of no use to you whatsoever. Something that happened years ago hijacks, sabotages, or just invades your thoughts and feelings. Maybe somebody slighted you in a way that you've never been able to let go of. Maybe you're hurt because a recognition you thought was coming your way didn't. Maybe something that happened that you thought you released, you never fully released because you just didn't properly address it. And it doesn't come up often, but every now and then it will. And it almost always, at least in my case, tends to be connected to self-sabotaging behaviors and to things that I know get in my way. And I spoke about self-sabotage in a past episode, but this is something that we all encounter on a regular basis. Here's the thing. When you encounter whatever this thing is, anything for that matter that is stuck in your craw, that is driving you crazy, that just occasionally makes you go, I still am not over whatever that was. When you have that, here is a tool that you can use connected directly to an action in order to release what this thing is, to create a catharsis for yourself. So let's say that you had somebody cause you an incredible hurt. They just did something that made you lose all trust in them. And while you got back some of that trust, it still lingers. And every now and then something reminds you of it. And when that happens, it's totally disempowering. So you want to get rid of it. Step one, write it down on paper. It is imperative that you write this down via your hands. So you need to actually write this with a pen or pencil, it doesn't matter, but it needs to go on paper. It cannot be typed up. The reason for the paper I'll get to at the end here, but this is important, okay? Whatever it is that you want to let go of that's getting on your nerves, 
Get it down on paper. Put your heart and soul into it. I want you to really write it out. Give it all the thought and feeling that you can. Give it every niggling, private, nuanced detail. Don't worry, nobody else is going to see this. And trust me, they're really not going to see this in the end. You just want to put it all there. Get it out. Put it on the paper. When you're done, step two, read it. Read it aloud. Don't just read it. Read it to yourself, but read it aloud. Make sure you vocalize it. Hear what you wrote. Because when you do that and you give it all the thought and feeling attached to it, and you read it with all the visceral anger or hurt or frustration or whatever's connected to it, this is like taking a pitcher of water and just pouring it out and letting it all just run. Let it go. Really get it out there. Everything you wrote, you read. Then we get to the most important step. Step three, destroy it. This is why you needed to put this on paper, because we are going to destroy this. When I did this myself recently, I wrote it all out, I read it aloud, I took a deep breath, and then I started scratching it out with my pen. Then I lit it on fire. No, I'm not kidding you. I actually went into my kitchen and I started a burner and I lit it on fire and dropped it on the, in the sink until it would burn itself out. Light it on fire. Tear it to shreds. Literally destroy that paper. Wreck it. And I don't just mean a little. I mean gone. You want no trace of it. If you need to, you shred it, you shred it again, you bury it, you burn it, you flush it, whatever. Destroy it. This action can be incredibly cathartic. I cannot tell you how freeing it felt when I took these couple of things that have been sitting in my craw for a while now and making me absolutely nuts, wrote them out, read them out, and then burned them. It felt so incredibly freeing. And this is a perfect example of an action that is an absolutely perfect applied mindfulness tool. That's something that you can use more often than once. If there are multiple things, you can put them all on the same page. You can write them out separately. Maybe one thing you need to burn, one thing you need to shred, one thing you need to eat and shit out. Hey, whatever works for you, destroy that thing physically. This can be incredibly empowering. Thank you for joining me for Self-Awareness for Everyone and sharing in this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and employing other tools for optimizing our life experiences. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me via Instagram and Twitter at mjbleehart and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show and to Fima Mahoney. She is the creator of my cover art. Please check out her Etsy shop, Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published sci-fi and fantasy books on Amazon. I hope that you are discovering how self-awareness can be found via mindfulness and applied to improve not only your life experience, but maybe that of the people around you. And be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Mm -hmm.